The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Official lying in state of the body of the late British Queen Elizabeth has begun in London's Westminster Hall in advance of next Monday's funeral and solemn occasion which has led to the cancellation of many things that would normally take place in Britain. We're joined by Nick Ferrari, presenter of Nick Ferrari at Breakfast on LBC Radio. Nick, what's involved in the lying in state, please? to as effectively the family giving the body back to the people of the Queen so that they can now pay their respects. It was brought down from Scotland last night. It arrived at Buckingham Palace in rainstorms of almost biblical proportions. Then it was very much a closed affair initially for the family and of course for the close staff who worked. And then at 2.22 precisely, and if you know the British military and the pomp and circumstance, it was 2.22 precisely. The body was taken from Buckingham Palace and the family walked behind the coffin that they put on a gun carriage uh, all the way up to Westminster Hall, which is the oldest part of the Palace of Westminster, otherwise known as the House of Commons or House of Lords. This was built in 1074, believe it or not. Uh, And a brief service conducted by the Archbishop of Canterbury, the most senior Church of England cleric in the country, uh, which all the family were present, the king, Princess Anne, the grandchildren, everyone else, and other members of the family, and a lot of what are called privy councillors. So these are former senior politicians, former prime ministers and others. Uh, And what happens is there will now be a vigil. It will be open all the way, all the way now from 5 p.m. today uh, through to 6.30 Monday morning. That is, of course, the day of the funeral, and that's 24 hours. Uh, Various people will call hold vigil, senior military personnel, Beef eaters, yeomen of the guard in the ceremony, and it is expected, it is expected, maybe up to 400,000 people will file past. So that's what we've had today. How long is it going to take them from when they start queuing to actually to get as far as the coffin inside Westminster Hall? It's suggested, and I appreciate you, not, some of your listeners don't have a close knowledge of London, but let's say it comes from Westminster Hall, it goes over Lambeth Bridge, it goes past the... Um, the Tower of London all the way out to Bermondsey. What does that mean? That means approximately five miles. And if you're at the end of that, they say it could be somewhere in the region of 35 hours if you're at the end of a five-mile queue. Okay, I'm, I presume that many of the people who are looking to do this might be elderly or infirm. So are they not going to be moved up the queue or are there things going to be done for them when they need, for example, toilet breaks or to eat? Toilets are being laid on. You're absolutely right to raise that one. So there are there are provision there. I'm sorry to use a rather crude. There are portaloos now uh, dotted along the route. If you have a disability that you are perhaps issue with your mobility or confined to a wheelchair there are actually separate circumstances for you but yours is a very good point we've been watching the tv coverage i have to say what's heartening actually uh, looking at them we've just seen um, itv and uh, and sky run their camera along um, it really is a mix of all ages it, it really is young and old a few puzzled looking children probably trying to work out why they have to stand there with mum or auntie or whatever it might be <laughs> so that's, that's good. it's also quite diverse so at the moment, look, it's a beautiful sunny day here. It's extraordinary how the weather, it's almost as if the weather is in concert with the royal family here because, as I say, when the body returned on a dark night last night, there were storms, I say again, of biblical proportions. Then as the body came out, the sun shone as they did the, the parade, the very somber walk, which took somewhere in the region of 40, oh, you got there at 3 o'clock, so you can work it out, 2.22. Uh, sorry, 3 o'clock, so they'd exactly back-timed it. Uh, the sun shone, and it is still shining now. Now, come back to me on Friday night when we have another storm and you've got elderly folk who, by the way, 
are not allowed to have any sort of tent or anything. Obviously, they're on the move. I understand that. So they're constantly moving. Uh, they're not really meant to carry that many things around them, apart from a small backpack. Let's see how everybody's feeling then. Now, of course, the British government has decided to declare next Monday as a public holiday to coincide with the state funeral. But yes. that hasn't exactly been met with overwhelming support, has it? No, it hasn't. If you start at the most serious, if you will, some some crematoria are actually closing and some people's funerals, their close relatives' funerals, I'm sorry, or loved ones' funerals, have been postponed. Even even some churches have said they do not. Now, it's very much on a, a freelance basis, effectively. They can make their own decisions. So it's not universal, but there's considerable concern over that because I, I don't know about uh, the Republic of Ireland, but over here we have a queue, sadly, of three, maybe more weeks to actually get a church service. So that's causing a lot. There's also a lot of hospital appointments that will now be cancelled. And again, post-pandemic, in some, in some instances, you've had folk were, uh, waiting. I had someone today who'd been waiting 15 months for his, his hernia op, and he had it scheduled for Monday, and that's now gone. So there's consternation there. And then you've got businesses trying to see what they can do. Understandably, the big supermarkets, Marks and Spencers, John Lewis, the supermarkets, as the Sainsbury's, the big ones are saying they're actually going to close on the day. Their metro stores or their little stores that sometimes are beside petrol stations or whatever, they're going to close for a certain period during the funeral. And then you have other really weird ones, like Morrison's have decided not to have the beeps at the self-service checkout as a mark of respect. I honestly don't think it would have upset Her Majesty that much. The British Cycling Federation initially asked all cyclists to dismount during the period of the funeral. They have now again backtracked and said, no, we don't think the Queen would actually be that upset if you're going for a nice cycle uh, on Monday. Sorry, lunchtime. sorry. Sorry, I, I want to get that again. There was a yeah. recommendation that everyone yeah. get off their bike yeah. for the duration yeah. of the funeral. Yeah. A quote, as a mark of respect. So just during the service, so you can cycle, cycle, cycle very happily until noon on Monday, but then you were supposed to dismount and walk or stand or whatever, quote, as a mark of respect. Businesses are getting this completely around their neck, I think, much like last weekend with the Football Association saying there was no football. Now, I don't just mean Arsenal and everybody else. There was no football for the boys and the girls. There's no way the Queen would have wanted the young girls who enjoy football or young boys not to be able to play football. It is ridiculous. And then to one company, Centre Parks, which I'm sure... Uh, oh, this is the best know. one of all, Nick. Take us through what Centre Parks decided to do. <laughs> How to make a drama out of a crisis or whatever. Centre Parks is at the centre of a major row. They initially told guests to get out. It's like faulty towers, Matt. They had to leave <laughs> by 10 o'clock on Monday morning. They'd get out. You can remember that scene probably with Basil Fawlty. <laughs> you can't come back until Tuesday. So goodness knows where they're meant to go. There was a heck of a stir. They've now been allowed to stay. But they've been warned the place will not be fully staffed. So I don't know whether the pools are going to be open. I've no idea. This no, they're not. There. Actually, sorry, I've, I've been reading about this. And this is actually hilarious because, first of all, yes, you're right. They were told you can't check in if you're due to join us on Monday. Oh, you can't come in or if no you Monday are already in. there, yes. you're not. You have to leave. So then yes. they changed that. But they said... Yes. They actually tweeted, you have to stay in your cabins. Yes, it was almost right. like people were put under house arrest yes, for yes. the duration so of the funeral. And then so they changed that and said, you can come out, but we'd have nothing open for you. <laughs> 
I mean, this is absolutely shambolic. This is, quotes to allow as many of our colleagues as possible uh, to watch the service and be part of this historic moment. Uh, it, it's really backfired on them. Mind you, we've got another 24, 48. We've got plenty of time to go. Goodness knows how it will end up. This is a moving story. Nick Ferrari, presenter of Nick Ferrari at Breakfast on LBC Radio as ever. Thank you very much for joining us here on The Last Word at Today FM. Uh, 0874100102 gives you the last word by text or by WhatsApp. And by the way, some of you, please don't complain it's inappropriate to laugh at some of these things when we are talking about a funeral, a very solemn occasion. We are fully understanding that very many British people are very, very upset by what has happened and that they do want to pay appropriate respects to their deceased monarch. And that's why we had things like the minute silence in Doyle Aaron today to actually show solidarity with our near neighbours. But the idea that cyclists would be told you have to dismount from your bikes as a mark of respect that centre parks would throw everybody out and then when they re- decide, well, no, you can stay, but you have to stay in your cabin and we're going to have nothing open for you. I mean, come on. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.